things my mother taught me. My mother taught me to appreciate a job well done. If you're going to kill each other, do it outside. I just finished cleaning. My mother taught me religion. You better pray that that is going to come out of the carpet. My mother taught me logic. Because I said so. That's why. My mother taught me foresight. Make sure you wear clean underwear in case you're ever in an accident. My mother taught me irony. Keep laughing and I'll give you something to cry about. Heard that one a lot. My mother taught me stamina. You sit there until that broccoli is finished. My mother taught me about the weather. It looks like a tornado swept through your room. Heard that one a lot too. My mother taught me about hypocrisy. If I've told you once, I've told you a million times, don't exaggerate. My mother taught me about the circle of life. I brought you into this world, I can take you out. Amen. My mother taught me about envy. There are millions of less fortunate children in this world who don't have wonderful mothers like you do. My mother taught me about behavior modification. Stop acting like your father. You know, uh, we want to just say happy Mother's Day to all the moms and ladies here today. And uh, you may or may not have children, but I believe that any lady who has influence in a child's life uh, is a mom of some sort, uh, is uh, a, a special, special mom. Uh, you are all special, and we thank God for you today. Uh, mothers are so very special. They teach us so many things. They are a gift of God's love to every single one of us. Our moms, uh, sometimes we have great moms and just wonderful moms, and they do all these amazing things for us. And sometimes our moms have a really hard job. And, and mostly that's my fault, okay? Uh, my mom had a, a hard job. My mom is great. I love my mom. Uh, she was amazing, taught us so many great things, and uh, I made her job very difficult, as you can imagine. But uh, uh, they put in countless hours of hard work, countless hours of dedication, countless hours of prayer and concern. Uh, they do the work of more than one person. Milton Berle said that if, uh, if evolution really works, how come moms only have two hands? That's a great question. You know, isn't that the truth? If evolution really works, then why do moms only have two hands? Um, we're taking a break from our current sermon series called Face to Face in order to talk about moms today. And today's message is based on Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 3. So if you've got a Bible, uh, you can turn in your Bible to Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 3. Um, it also talks about dads, but today we're focused on moms. Uh, and we're also going to talk about several different Proverbs. And all the verses that we're going to talk about today are going to be up on the screen, um, just to make it easier, because I've got like nine, ten Proverbs that we're going to look at all about moms today. Um, and it's also the fifth commandment. Out of the ten commandments, number five, honor your father and mother. And we're going to talk about moms today. Uh, grab your bulletins. And we're going to, like I said, we're going to look at several different passages of Scripture today. So grab your bulletin, turn to page three, you'll find the handy-dandy outline uh, like I said, the, several of these Bible passages uh, will be on the screen. You can follow along there, and we're going to fill in some blanks. Uh, the first blank on your outline this morning is take time to value your mothers. And we're going to look at two passages uh, here at the very beginning. And the first is that one there in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 3. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. Um, 
Paul was quoting Ephesians, uh, uh, Exodus chapter 20, verse 12, which is the fifth commandment. And it says, honor your father and mother so that you may live long in the land your God is giving you. Now, the Greek word that Paul uses in Ephesians chapter 6, for, uh, 1 through 3, for the word honor, when he says honor your father and mother, it is the word for value. It is a word that means to understand the value of someone or something. It is a word that can also mean priceless. Honor your father and mother as though they are priceless. Value your parents as though they are priceless. And really, in reality, think about this for a second. How many of us could put a price tag on the things our mothers have taught us? How many of us could put a price tag on the unconditional love that they have showed to us? You know, the women who have impacted our lives, the women who have influenced our lives are priceless. The care that they show us is priceless. The concern they have for us is priceless. The unconditional love that they have for us has shaped us into who we are. And again, could you put a price tag on wisdom imparted, on prayers prayed, on knees that are bandaged? Our moms do all these things and more, and they are a gift from God. You know, Jesus knew the value of a mom. He knew the value of a mother. In John chapter 19, verses 25 through 27, it says, Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. And this is what it says, When Jesus saw his mother there, and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to her, Woman, here is your son, and to the disciple, here is your mother. From that time on, this disciple took her into his home. That Jesus, hanging on the cross, suffering and dying for the sins of humanity, dying for our sins, looks down and sees his mother and understands the value and the priceless nature of motherhood. And he, he says to John, the, the apostle, John, the disciple, take her into your home. Take care of my mother. In suffering and agony and anguish, he still takes care of his mother and loves his mother in a wonderful way by providing for her. She would have had no one to provide for her. She would have been, uh, Jesus as the oldest son would have been responsible for taking care of her. And that is exactly what he does. Even in the last moments of his life, he takes care of his mother. He understood the value of motherhood. He valued his mother and he provided for her. So do you think it might be an important thing to do? You think it might be important to value your mother, to honor your mother as Jesus honored his? Well, there are two things that we must value about our mothers. The first is we need to value her presence. Value your mother's presence. That's the next blank on your outline. Value her presence. There are three Proverbs I'd like to share with you that talk about this. Now, in Proverbs chapter 20, verse 20, it says, If a man curses his father or mother, his lamp will be snuffed out in pitch darkness. If a man curses his father or mother, his lamp will be snuffed out in pitch darkness. Uh, there was the Old Testament punishment for cursing your parents was death. That if you were a child and you cursed your parents, they would stone you to death. You would die for dishonoring your parents, for uh, cursing your parents. So uh, we have to honor our parents. Now, I'm very glad that that is no longer the case, that we don't stone our children for dishonoring their mothers, uh, because I would not be preaching here today, because I was not the, like I said, I was, I was a handful. Um, in Proverbs 23, 22, it says, listen to your father who gave you life, and do not despise your mother 
when she is old. And in verse 15, in Proverbs 15, 20, it says, A wise son brings joy to his father, but a foolish man despises his mother. We need to honor our mothers while they are still with us. You know, it might be tempting to think, oh, my mother's grown, my mother's older, I'm a grown child, I don't need to honor my mother anymore. That's not true. That is not true. The words of Ephesians 6 were written to adult Christians and adult children. Uh, the words of the Proverbs are written to adults. It, it wasn't just for parents to tell their kids, you need to honor me. It was for all children to honor their parents. All children, all sons and daughters are to honor their mothers and to value their mothers. This is not words of wisdom for little children alone. These are commands for adult children to cherish your mother, to honor your mother, to respect your mother. We need to be grateful for their presence in all of our lives as long as we have them. You know, ask someone whose mom is no longer with us physically about the importance of valuing her presence. You know, the, va the value of having your mom. You need to cherish your mother. Value her presence by honoring her with obedience Honoring her with respect. And sometimes that does get more difficult with age. You know, don't complain about your mother's phone calls. Don't gripe about having to help her with her computer. <laughs> Why do we laugh? Why do we snicker at that one, right? Don't, don't complain about having to help your mom get onto Facebook. Okay? Just help her out. <laughs> um, you know, don't... Uh, don't complain or gripe or vent when she asks for assistance don't vent in frustration there are many many people who wish that phone would ring and her voice would be on the other end honor your mother value her presence while she's still with you the third blank on your outline is to value her teaching value her teaching let's look at a couple other proverbs in proverbs chapter 1 verse 8 it says, listen, my son, to your father's instruction and do not forsake your mother's teaching. And the same thing in Proverbs 6.20. My son, keep your father's commands and do not forsake your mother's teaching. The teaching that our, mother, our mothers give to us is so valuable. The, the Hebrew word for teaching here is the word Torah, uh, which means law. Uh, and the word Torah is also the word that is used to describe the first five books of the Old Testament. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. That is the Torah. If you were to ask a Jew what the Torah is, they would tell you it is the first five books of Scripture. It is the five books uh, of Scripture uh, for devout Jews. Um, Torah is law. And it is to be followed. It is to be respected. It is to be valued. And not only that, but part of a mom's job is teaching her children by passing along God's word. In those days, God's word was passed along orally. It was through oral tradition. They would tell their children. They would preach to their children. They would teach their children all about the word of God. And they would pass it on orally to their children. Thank God for our mothers who teach us the word of God, who teach us the words of scripture, who pass along the word of God to their children. It is so vital that we pass along God's word to our kids. I am so thankful for my mother who taught me God's word. One of the punishments I had, and I look at it 
I looked at it then as a terrible punishment, uh, but now I look at, back on it with fondness because it taught me the Word of God. My mom would make me write out Bible verses that had to do with my bad behavior. So if I was disrespectful, she would make me write out Bible words, Bible verses that had to do with respecting my parents. If I didn't uh, obey, I had to write out Bible verses that had to do with obedience. And I look back on it, you know, at, at the time, it's like, oh, why do I have to do this? And it's never occurred to me that if I stopped being a little jerk, that everyone wouldn't have had to do it. Little kids never see it that way. If I'm let's see, if I change my behavior, I won't have to get punished. We never look at it that way. And, and I never looked at it that way when I was a kid. But now I look back on it, and it's like my mom was teaching me the word of God. She was teaching me scripture. I saw it as a punishment, but now I see it as a blessing. She would make me write papers. Papers. At eight years old, I'm writing papers on truth and respect and obedience. Like three paragraph papers for an eight-year-old. Talk about cruel and unusual punishment. Taught me how to use words. We had to write definitions. My brothers and my sister and I, we learned. What we would do is we'd take the dictionary and we would underline the words on the page because she had the same sheets for all of us. And there were like 20 of them. And we had to write out definitions to words like respect and honor. And things like this. And we would write them out and write them out. And sometimes we'd have to do three or four pages of de definitions. We'd have to write 30, 40 definitions of words. I'm telling you, we were terrible children. But, uh, and so like I said, we got smart. And we'd be like, okay, circle the word. You know, we're helping each other out. We're all conspiring in this together. Um, so there's a little tip for all you parents. If you really want to teach your children well, make them write definitions. Okay, they'll grow up and become a preacher too. Don't do that to your children. Don't do that to your children. No. Uh, my mother taught me the word of God, and I'm so thankful for her for doing that. I'm thankful for my wife who teaches my son the stories of Scripture. She has, there's an app that you can get on your smartphone. Uh, it's uh, Bible Stories for Children. It's, it's part of the Bible app uh, and, uh, from version, and it's for little kids. And they do kind of a comic book version of Bible stories for kids. And when they go to bed at night, when, when my uh, wife uh, sings him to sleep at night... Uh, they get the Bible app out, and they watch Bible stories together. And I'm so thankful that my wife, after I pray with my son, that she's reading these Bible stories to him and, and that he is learning the stories of Scripture. That is a faithful mother. Uh, I'm thankful for all the moms who teach their children the Word of God. Uh, and, but you know what? A mother's teaching goes beyond just words. I've heard it said that values are caught more than they're taught. And there's a reason why your child acts like you. There's a reason why you act like your parents. There's a reason why we do the things that we do. It's because we mimic that which we see. We catch values more than we're taught values. And I'm so thankful for the moms who uh, exhibit godly values to their children, who exemplify godly values to their children. We learn by watching our parents. We learn by watching our moms. We learn unconditional love from our mothers. We learn things like patience by watching their example. We learn perseverance from our mothers by their example. We learn sympathy toward others and compassion. Mothers are selfless, and they give and they show love by their example. So do not forsake the teachings of your mother, the Proverbs say. Do not forsake or abandon their teachings. Do not forget the things your mother teaches you. Do not abandon the things that she teaches you. Value her teaching. Value her wisdom. And honor her by passing it along 
to your children or to your nieces or to your nephews or to your cousins or to your siblings, to the people with whom you have an influence, pass along the teachings of your mother to them. The fourth blank on your outline is the promises of God. And there are promises that God makes if we will honor our parents, if we will value our mothers. There are two promises that God makes when we obey him. Uh, let's look at back again at Ephesians 6, 1 through 3. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. And then in Exodus 20, 12, honor your father and mother so that you may live long in the land your, the Lord your God is giving you. It is the first, prom, the first commandment with a promise. In fact, it's the only commandment with a promise. Uh, we see that it will, the first promise is that it will go well with you. There are promises of blessing from God if we will honor our mothers. When we heed their teachings and we grow into faithful followers of Jesus Christ and we do the things that God commands based on the teachings our mother gives us, it's going to go well with us. We're not going to get into trouble when we follow the teachings of our parents. When we obey the teachings of God that have been passed on to us through our parents, it will go well with us. There are blessings of prosperity that come from doing the right things, from honoring God by honoring our parents there are blessings that come from that, spiritual blessings especially that come when we heed and follow and faithfully follow their teachings. Um, like I said earlier, uh, the, part of the, the punishment for disobeying your parents, parents in the Old Testament was stoning. They would stone you to death uh, if you disobeyed your parents. I tell you what, you will not put your feet up on the coffee table if you know that you're going to be stoned for it. Don't put your feet on the coffee table. Okay, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm really, really sorry. I'll never put my feet on the coffee table again. You know, as mom's sitting there tossing a stone in her hand. <laughs> what did I tell you about the coffee table? Huh? Huh? Thankfully, we don't stone our children today. None of us would be here. Um, but the second promise that God makes is that you will live, you will enjoy a long life. And again, if you were disobedient to your parents, you did not enjoy a long life. Um, but there are days, and there are days. Uh, as a general principle, when we honor our mothers and we obey their teachings, we will avoid the sinful practices that cause us pain and heartache. As a general principle, when we obey our parents, when we honor our mothers and our fathers, when we obey their teachings, we are going to avoid those sinful habits and those sinful practices that can shorten our lives, that can literally shorten our lives. If we remember and follow their teachings, perhaps our lives will be a little bit easier. You may be wondering, why is my life so hard? Why are things so frustrating? Why are things so difficult for me? How are you honoring your parents? Are you remembering the teachings that they gave to you? Are you obeying them still to this day? Again, it may seem like, well, these are, these are passages for little kids. You know, my teenager needs to hear this sermon. My nine-year-old needs it. Why did you send the kids out? Bring them back. Make them listen to this sermon. These are passages of Scripture that were directed toward adults. These are passages of Scripture that are directed toward you and me. We need to honor our parents. We need to obey their teachings. And again, life will be easier, generally, life will be easier if we do the things our parents have told us to do. We will be more blessed by God. Now, mothers, I'm not 
you know, one of the dangers of Mother's Day sermons is that you put moms way up on this pedestal, and, and a lot of moms walk out going, I can never live up to that. Moms aren't perfect. We know that. They know that. I know that. You know that. Our moms aren't perfect. They try, and they work hard, and they do all kinds of amazing things for us, and, and, but we shouldn't expect them to be perfect. We're not going to put them on this huge pedestal just once a year. We should be honoring them every day. We should be honoring them with our lives and the way that we live. We should be valuing them and honoring them in the way that we live. Um, they do their very best. They work very hard. And they deserve to be honored. And we need to strive to make them proud. We need to live the kinds of lives that would please our mothers and be a blessing to other people and a blessing to God. And God will pour out his blessings on us. The last blank on your outline is make your mother proud. Make your mother proud. Two more Proverbs I want to share with you. In Proverbs 10.1 says, A wise son brings joy to his father, but a foolish son brings grief to his mother. And then in Proverbs 23.25 says, May your father and mother be glad. May she who gave you birth rejoice. These two Proverbs show us that when we follow the teachings of God, when we follow the teachings of our parents, we can, A, keep our mothers from grieving, uh, and we can make them rejoice. I want to live my life in such a way that I make my mother proud. I want to live my life in such a way that she would look at me and go, I am so proud that you're my son. That's the kind of life I want to live. I want to live a life that makes my mama proud. And when we do this, when we obey their teachings, when we honor them, when we live lives that God would have us live, when we live lives that, that Jesus would have us live, and we honor our parents as Jesus honored his mother, when we honor our parents as God has commanded us to, then we will make them proud. We will make our mothers proud. And that's my challenge for you this morning. My challenge for you today is to make your mother proud every day. Do not grieve your mother. Instead, let us make our mothers proud of us and give them reasons to rejoice over us by how we live. So make your mother proud by being a good parent, following her example and being a good parent to your children because, after all, they are her grandchildren. I've heard it, says, I've heard it said uh, that grandchildren are a reward for not strangling your teenagers. Make your mother proud by being a good parent showing unconditional love to your children. So make your mother proud by being a good parent every day. Remember her, her teachings. Follow her example of unconditional love. Maybe you can make your mother proud. Uh, I'm going to offer an invitation in just a moment. We offer an invitation every Sunday uh, to uh, accept Jesus as your Savior. That's one of the things that will make your mother the proudest. Uh, strive to follow her example uh, of, of, of godly wisdom and faithfulness. Whether your mother is here or whether she is gone, strive to follow her example of faithfulness. And when we honor our mothers, when we honor our mothers, we will receive God's promises of blessings, of long life, and a fruitful life here on the earth.